0: Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, joined as always by Susan Miller Degnan, our Miami Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, how's it going? It's it's going great because more news. Yeah, it was a uh, surprisingly busy weekend for a January, a Martin Luther King Day weekend right. uh, in Coral Gables. Um, a lot of news to get to from Monday specifically where Miami picks up maybe the two biggest transfers of the entire Transfer season uh, certainly two of the biggest. Uh, that's what we'll spend pretty much this entire episode talking about. Um, first, Derek King, a former Houston quarterback, um, announces he will transfer to Miami in time to take part in spring practice. Then, just about an hour later, Quincy Roche, an All-American defensive end from Temple, announces the same. Um, let's start with the quarterback because that's the one everyone. Sure. Cares most about. Um, that was what did, what did big you news? Yeah, we. I think we we thought for a couple of days that this was pretty likely, or at least a, a real possibility. Um, you know, what did you you had some time obviously to digest it before it happened. What, what are just kind of your initial thoughts of of Miami landing this guy?
1: My initial thoughts were, wow, this this changes everything, or this could change everything, yeah. or this will actually change everything. I mean. Um, you know, people will probably end up transferring. You can't. Mm-hmm. You, there, there will be six scholarship quarterbacks yeah. there, and there's no way that six scholarship quarterbacks will be there when the season starts. Um, it, it totally changes the um, the competition. Yeah. Now, uh, and um, it, it, it. it Makes you know that wow, that really is going to be a new a new offense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. I guess it's let's start here. Do you, do you think
0: he's definitely getting the job?
1: I think he's. There's more of a chance that he gets the job than yes. I mean, yeah. I yeah. I, um, I hate saying definitely, David. I really hate. I. I, I Oh well, yeah, you could covering this so long. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. could happen or well, I don't know. I I mean, we, I think we thought Tate Martel might get the job last year. I I yeah. this is different. This is definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. different. Um so I mean, I think probably he gets the job. Yeah, I don't think they yeah, promised probably. him the
0: job as part of the thing, but I think he probably looked at uh what Miami's quarterbacks did last year and said I'm going to come here and I'm going to start. And he's the overwhelming favorite. I mean, he has by far the best track record of any of the uh, quarterbacks on this roster. You know, Jaron's highs were good. Nikosi's had good highs too, but yeah, um, Yeah. Derek King is, you know, when he, you know, he he only played in four games last year, but two years ago, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I don't care that he played in the American Athletic Conference. He Mm -hmm. is exactly the type of quarterback college programs want um
1: he he, he he's really fast yeah uh, it, have, boy exactly
0: played in the spread at Houston thrived in the spread at Houston
1: yeah and a, a, he he runs almost I mean he runs and he passes yeah I mean he scores touchdowns both ways he he has the uh FBS record he, he surpassed Tim Tebow who previously had the record for college all college football division 1 fbs uh for the longest streak in fbs history for throwing and passing for throwing excuse me passing a touchdown and running and rushing for a touchdown at least one yeah. in consecutive games he went 15 games which is pretty amazing yeah. um and uh he's just he's just prolific
0: yeah he's i mean it's not like jalen hurts last year when and you can tell because like when jalen hurts was transferring you know he went to oklahoma Derek King is a step down, probably from that. You know, when you look right. at the teams that he was considering, was like Maryland, Arkansas, right. like you know, not the same tier of program as Oklahoma. Um, but which is
1: which? Yeah, right. Which you know, it means
0: he's right. not going to win the Heisman next year. Not going to probably finish the run for the Heisman, Yeah, but, they're
1: already they're already I've already yeah. seen articles saying he's whatever in line now yeah, yeah. for the Heisman. But I mean, but he's that's...
0: really good. He is immediately the second or third best quarterback in the ACC, probably behind Trevor Lawrence and maybe Sam Howell at North Carolina. And considering the, like, it's this, the this step Miami is taking, obviously is, is massive there. Um, and he's going to be fun to watch at least, right? Yes. Like,
1: and I have no idea. I, ju- I don't haven't talked to anybody about his personality yeah. about what his demeanor is like. Right. Um, And that's, will be very interesting to me because that, well, yeah, we're it is, so young it is
0: worth noting. And I'm sure some people will look at this kind of as a red flag that, that basically last year they, they played the first four games of the season. Um, things were not going very well for Houston. So he shut it down with the idea. At the time, right. he basically said, I'm going to come back next year. We're going to like use this as a rebuilding year. But, obviously, it was always leaving open the possibility that you, know, you can play in four games in redshirt, so he redshirted last year, what would have been his senior season, and it left open the possibility where he could bail on Houston, and, and that's what he did. And said, and, um, and
1: came out with a, you know, a, some people are talking about his character, yeah. with some people meaning anonymous people on Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that, but but debating and saying, well, you know, here's another guy that, you know, he's not, he's not loyal and all that stuff, but it's, you know, they've got to do what's best for themselves. Well, I yeah. Guess and it's also run. worth
0: noting, he had obviously was basically sticking out a uh, new coach. You know, he had right. played for, um, I guess he probably originally committed to Tom Herman yes. um, and then played for yeah. major Applewhite. And then obviously last year was Dana Holgerson's first year. So, um, you know, it wasn't like he had. This has been this had been his his group. You know, it, this wasn't the coaching staff he had played his first four years for, um, and then just kind of decided to bail on them. Um, this was you know a new staff. We don't know what happened. You know, what went on behind the scenes? Maybe they didn't gel. Right.
1: Um, and I, and you know what they were, they he was doing okay. He was doing pretty yeah, well. But having, they were what you know they were one and three. Yeah, they
0: got crushed by Oklahoma in the opener. I remember, right. and I probably didn't watch them again after that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But um yeah, but he he put out a statement and I guess he had to do that. Yeah. Right? He had it to, to kind of quell the the upset. Yeah. But uh he said, you know, I came here to play football at Houston and that's not changing. Um you know, he made it like he was going to stay there, get his degree. Right. Um I'm looking forward to being part of the success of this program going forward, but that's again, it's the new normal. Right. Um
0: things they, change.
1: They, Things change. They've got to take care of themselves. They don't get paid. Um, well, they do get nice scholarships, but mm-hmm. the guys like that, that's what you know, they're there to get into the NFL. Yeah, and obviously, uh, so. this,
0: this is a whole play, a little bit better competition in the ACC. Miami has a game at uh, Michigan State this year. So there'll be chances for him to, to show what he can do in a little bit more challenging environment. You know, he's still not exactly like a prototypical... NFL quarterback prospect. but he's only five, no, he's five eleven. And at five eleven, I always go yeah. down. An inch. Yeah, so okay,
1: but I, but uh, but I mean I, that
0: that's I, that's obviously works in college football. There's been a lot of good five ten quarterbacks. He's very agile. Uh, yeah. Very
1: agile, and he really it's it's he's pretty to watch. You know, yeah, it's he's fun. He's gonna be fun he to watch. Is fun.
0: He's I mean it's kind of obviously people are naturally gonna compare this to Tate Martell coming in last year and all the hype that brought. But this is different, totally different. Um, it's
1: different, but Tate, Tate I, I do was, have to remind you that, that people were just out of their minds, right. okay? Out of their minds when Tate Martell, with the swirling...
0: Yeah, uh, Tate Martell was, it was all up, about the potential, right? Like, in a dream well, scenario, Tate Martell was the quarterback that it was Derek more, King is.
1: it was more than potential. I, I mean, he was the... Not, I know it was prep, okay? Right, but right. But it was never losing a game and how many? 40-something yeah, games, yeah, yeah. I don't know, whatever, in, in his career and you know winning the right the national title being the yeah. Gatorade player national player of the year yeah. and uh, you know being having a tv netflix yeah, yeah. series or whatever that was on him um, you know i guess girls thought he was a heartthrob or something i don't <laughs> yeah. know i don't... but the but the point is he was he was this star power right. kind of guy and when he when he came i just remember that i remember Manny Diaz's uh, gifs gifs like i can never say it, but he did he remember all the stuff right with been, the
0: hurricane swirling and that guy and, with the yeah, blonde yeah, yeah.
1: hair or whatever yeah it was just um it was pretty amazing and uh that was a that's in turnout
0: yeah, yeah yeah I, the I, difference <laughs> obviously is Dr. king has the track record, in track record. yes in college yes basically you know your dream scenario for what tate martell is as a player is kind of like what Dr. king has done right that yeah, dynamic the, dual threat, a little right. undersized, um, but can run, can throw, and can thrive in a spread system. Derek King, again in the American Athletic Conference, which is the sixth best conference in the country, um, right, has done all of that.
1: Yeah, and I, it's you know we we talk about who might transfer, and I mean I'm not I. From what I've heard so far, so far, right? Well, yeah, one day it's changing and, every day. Yeah, I mean, I you know, supposedly Jaren wants to, um, as of what I heard today, wants to, you know, compete. Yeah. But um, who knows who
0: yeah. wants I mean, Jaren, at, right? At this and I don't point, know if
1: it's too late. Is right, at this point for, for
0: all these guys, it probably... Makes sense to stick around for spring. I'm sure there are some schools that haven't started yet, and you can still get in uh, for the spring and just compete in time. But
1: you want, but some you don't want to
0: have a whole year away or a whole spring away from football, right? Like just even for like you got a new offensive coordinator. Um yeah,
1: I guess not. I if I mean, he, plus like the team's fair... only here
0: for one year. Like let's say Jaron is really good this spring and right. looks yeah. like. You know, he has a chance to be a a star a year down the road. Maybe he decides it's worth it to um, stick around.
1: But then there's Tyler.
0: Right, and obviously Tyler Van Dyke is looming. He's a pretty high-profile prospect and on campus now. Um, Yeah. From the Miami standpoint, I'm not worried if any of these guys transfer at this point. I don't think. I mean, obviously you want to have depth. You probably want to have four quarterbacks. on your roster next year, but um, I think their hope is basically you can go straight from Derek King to Tyler Van Dyke probably. I mean, we don't don't know what Lashley thinks about Van Dyke yet. We know Dan Enos really liked him, Um, but we don't know what Lashley thinks about any of these quarterbacks. And, you know, obviously it would be ideal if going into the spring or going into the season you have King as your starter, and then one of probably Jaron or Nikosi is your backup. Little, you know, an experienced guy who can be a backup. Um, Jaron probably being the one who makes most sense because of his age. Oh, yeah. um, and you could and then and after King starts, you can maybe better. have a one year of Jaron to start, and then you go into the Tyler Van Dyke era. You haven't totally killed your depth. I think it's pretty likely we end up with just a D'Arrick King, Tyler Van Dyke That's what I think. uh Peyton Matoko quarterback room, which isn't ideal. But it's not like Tyler Van Dyke is, like, a stiff. Like, that's a guy that was brought here, and until they had Derek King, I think he was going to be part of this quarterback. I mean, he still is going to be part of this quarterback competition, but, you know, now I think there's, like, a 98% chance Derek King starts, which means there's, like, probably a less than a half percent chance Tyler Van Dyke is the starting quarterback. Yeah. But, you know, three days ago, I would have probably had Tyler Van Dyke as, like, a 10% chance he's the quarterback. Like... It's not like he was brought in and a guy who was definitely gonna have to sit for a year. He has the talent, I think, to uh especially getting here in the spring, to you feel comfortable where he's maybe your backup or or your third string quarterback.
1: Yeah, and I I, I agree. I if Jaron doesn't win this competition and and also I'm wondering what happens after spring. Remember right. this past spring they 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 waited, which we figure they would. The yeah, they have no reason
0: not to. Yeah,
1: competition is going to continue, and uh, they they can't they can't really do that now. I mean, the kids are going to know, right? They're going to they're have gonna an gonna idea. No, and and some someone's going to have to be out of here. They, mm-hmm. I don't think they can afford to, they can't afford to wait and sit.
0: Yeah, because
1: yeah. they're going to have to sit out another year anyway. Right, if Jaron. Jaron redshirted his first year. doesn't right. matter. So He's going to have to sit out a year. If he transfers... Jaron will...
0: I mean, we don't know I, their Jaren's academic status. I think Jaron's
1: good. I think Jaron will... If he, if he transfers, someone's going to want him. Yeah. Like a, a decent program. And um uh, yeah. and Nicosi, I can't. I mean, just, I think Jaron is...
0: Just based on the, the age and the eligibility for these guys... Um. I mean, we, you know, it's hard to ever know with Jaron because he has proven to be emotional, Um, obviously has flirted with transferring a handful of times. Right. Um, But he's a guy who theoretically could stick around because he's only going to be a redshirt sophomore next season. So King's got one year left and then um, Jaron has true. two seasons left after, but... Um, he has two after yeah. that. Whereas Nikosi and Tate yeah. are both redshirt juniors running out of time, basically, right. to, to rising get rising redshirt field. juniors, yeah. Um, so, we'll see. I, Again, I, I still I, think there's a pretty good chance I, all three of them are gone. And, and yeah, the fa- I, I, don't I would see how they, guess, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I would think there's a decent chance Nikosi and Tate could be eligible immediately wherever they go. Just based on their age and the way... Think so? We don't know. No. What, I mean, we don't know what they I are. don't
1: think so. Tate already was... Oh, Tate already got... Right. A free but B- I'm t-
0: saying he might be close enough to graduating. we don't know their credit situation or anything uh, gotcha, like that. Gotcha, gotcha, Just gotcha. based on their age, how long they've yes. been in school, there's a decent chance both of those guys are, are getting close to where gotcha. they could be a graduate a, transfer right. somewhere that for that their last sense. two years.
1: That makes sense. Whereas
0: Jaron, I can't imagine he'll be em- eligible no. immediately wherever he goes, just because he's only been in college for yeah. three years. That
1: totally makes sense. So, um... um
0: Anything else yeah, on the quarterback before we uh, no, I, move on?
1: I think people have hope again.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: which is a nice thing. It's, yeah. a, it's a very nice thing. It's a it's, it's, it's a like, I as Morgan people, Freeman would say, right? <laughs> people want hope. They they want it. I mean, why yeah. not? They want to believe in hope. And um, now, all of a sudden, you know, they're liking Manny Diaz again. <laughs> so,
0: uh, another reason for hope and. Honestly, in like a weird way, maybe the, the safer reason for hope is the addition of Quincy Roche, um, who was the American Athletic Conference Player of the Year last year, Temple defensive end, um, and a first-team All-American, according to Sports Illustrated, last year. 13 sacks were tied for seventh most in the country. Um, Miami, of course, also had Gregory Rousseau last year, who had 15 and a half sacks, which were second most in the country. So if you're the top three guys coming back next year in terms of total sacks from last season. Miami has two, two of those three now. Um
1: Yeah, that's really cool. The, and it uh, really is, you know what? It's going to it's going to help Roche.
0: Yeah. Because It's going to help both of them. It's
1: going to help both of them, but Rousseau definitely was going to be double teamed. Yep. And Roche, uh, I'm
0: sure at Temple would have been double teamed.
1: Yeah, no doubt. But I mean Yeah, I don't I don't really I really haven't seen Quincy Roche yeah, play, yeah. so I don't know much about him other than what I've read. Um and, you know, I have seen Rousseau and I think, well, well, Roche, it's going to be his last season no right. matter what. Right. And Rousseau, we're just we're just assuming it's also going to be. his name. I mean, he's yeah, yeah. he's, defi- he's well, projected
0: first round pick probably at this if point.
1: Hopefully he doesn't not get injured. And then he. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't um, see him not leaving. So we've got two guys. Um that's really that's a big big get.
0: Right. Yeah, the the reason I say that's probably the safer reason for hope is you know, who knows what the quarter you know, we've had high hopes for quarterbacks a lot in the past year. Right. Um it's a new offense.
1: And also there's so but much But the
0: defense is gonna be
1: there's so much drama. Yeah, yeah. The defense the, has, the defense
0: has proven, particularly at the defensive end spot. That they're going to be good,
1: and and you know what? No matter I don't who the to... personnel
0: are there, and it... now they have as good personnel as anyone.
1: And I don't mean to go back to the quarterback thing again, but the, with the quarterback, I mean that is the most important right. yeah, position yeah, yeah, yeah. on your team, and it, that guy has to be a leader and has to do the right things, right? And right, so there's intangible I don't know. stuff as there's they would stuff say. I do not know, uh, you know,
0: about King how he'll fit about and about King about De'Ara King,
1: yeah, and what. Is he a leader? What, what's his personality? Is he? I mean, I don't want to use. Is he a partier? Or is he? Yeah. I don't what, like, you know. Right. What? Who's he going to hang with at Miami? What? How serious is he going to be? I mm-hmm. think he's going to be serious because yeah. he, he he's looking at the NFL. Right. Next stop. So, um, but they're still twenty something year olds. Yeah. You right. Never so know. anyway, that's um, the thing. And and with the defensive end.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think basically yeah. we, you know, the defense is almost certainly going to be really good next year. Just they had a lot of guys coming back. Manny Diaz always puts out good defenses. Right now, they have a chance to really like. And they'll get more
1: kids, Jafari Harvey, and but they're right. going to get. I mean, Jafari Harvey's there already, but they, they will. The the, the recruits yeah, will they, be looking. Ooh, next year, right? Yeah, they I mean, they've some. got a
0: good. They've got good. Um, they're good pretty much everywhere on defense now. And, you know, not that they weren't going to be good at the defensive end spot opposite Gregory Rousseau, because Scott Patchen's good. He started a lot of games last year. He's really good in run support. But now you've got, you know, two potential All-Americans at defensive end. Um, then, you know, the secondary, you bring back three or four starters there. Well, kind of, they, they rotated the safeties. But, you know, you've got three experienced guys, you know, the really four experienced guys because I think both the corners started games last year opposite Trajan Bandy. Um, right. And then the linebacker situation, um, you got Zach McLeod and, and you got a, a big group of young guys. But the defensive line is, I mean, Miami's had a lot of good defensive linemen over the last couple of years. They've proven they can develop defensive linemen, and I'm sure that's a big reason why Quincy Roche came because if you look at the the track record they have there, you know, Greg Rousseau is a three-star recruit. Um, uh, Jonathan Garvin was a low four-star recruit who got a bump late in the cycle. Joe Jackson was a you know four-star recruit. but It's not like he was like a thought to be like a can't miss elite defensive end draft prospect. Um, and Miami's turned all those guys with a variety of different coaches too um, into legitimate NFL yeah. talents. Um, and Roche clearly. Didn't think he was ready to go to the NFL. He could have gone to the NFL this year. I'm sure he would have been drafted. I don't know, but just based on his production, I'm sure he would have been drafted. But he's coming here basically because um, he thinks that Miami's scheme is going to fit him and and help his production. I'm sure he has a good relationship with uh, Coach Feely, who was at Temple before, the strength and conditioning coach. Exactly, Um,
1: yeah. I mean, he's he's got the connection. Yeah, I
0: mean, they're going to be really good up front, and that's why he comes here and, you know, the defense – is they've they've kind of rebuilt it nicely um over the last two years where, you know, will they ever will it be the defence that it was two seasons ago when they finished what, number two in the country in total defence and number one in pass defence, all that? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Um but I think it can be back up into the top five or top ten this year, certainly. And it was and it was, it was good last to... year too. Yeah, it was like yeah. top fifteen know, or top twenty our, or something. I, but... Right.
1: I know they've had holes but it was still strong. I, yeah. Yeah. It, it still ended up pretty good. It was that, that offense.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was... And I, I like the idea also that this helps them kind of bridge the gap into that next group of defensive linemen, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the projected starters for next year would have been Gregory Rousseau and Scott Patchen. And that's, that's good. You know, that's a really good defensive end tandem. But then after that, it was going to have to be Jafari Harvey, redshirt freshman, Cam Williams, redshirt freshman, Chance Williams, a true freshman, Elijah Roberts, true freshman, like you would have had a lot of question marks behind those two. Um and there's a lot of good guys in that group, like Jafari Harvey could be a star by next year. Uh, mm-hmm. but now you get to kind of like really ease him in. Like he's <laughs> he gets to be the third or fourth guy on that depth chart. Um and maybe do like the kind of the same thing Jonathan Garvin did as a freshman where you know he really got better by the end of the year and then by his sophomore year garvin was ready to become really the guy on the defensive line you
1: you know what david also the 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 idea of both these guys transferring i love the idea of one top quarterback and one top defensive player Mm -hmm. it just shows that miami still has that it Factor. Yeah, I mean Miami. Think about it. Miami pretty much stunk this year. Okay, they ended up a mess. Stand, like they were publicly a, a mess. mess. Public mess, exactly. Public mess. Six and seven, you know. And this usually happens when you have a losing, a proud program that is going mm-hmm. in the tank, you know. But still, six, six and seven, and criticized for all kinds of reasons. Uh, off the field on the field offense uh yeah. whatever coaching and um and and look they get they still it's still a sexy enough program that kids want to go there right there's something and it also bodes well it looks good for manny diaz i think uh, that he's certainly he has that certain also something that can you know that can convince kids that hey, we're still Miami. We're still even though it was pretty though, much as
0: good an off season as you could ask for after six and seven. Yeah, right? I mean
1: even though and he gets the the, the Lashley, he makes the move and then mm-hmm. does a gets the does the bold move. Although I think he was he had to do that to to the spread and gets another off, offensive excuse me offensive line coach and um, he's gotta find a new wide receivers coach
0: hope. which. We're not going to really have time oh, to talk about receivers. today. Oh, wide
1: receivers. Whoops. Wide receivers, Coach. We'll yes. wait until
0: that hire happens to Sub, dive more into subs, that. Subs,
1: Coach Stubblefield is on his way. He's yeah. there at State College, mm-hmm. Penn yep. State. So, um, yeah, but I don't, but, okay, just in closing, I don't, I, the receivers <laughs> were very disappointing this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Were they too? I think so. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever they yeah. give.
0: It was pretty much as good an off season as you could ask for after the disaster Abs- that was last season.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Hope, hope stuff to write about.
0: So the transfer portal work is, uh, certainly becoming a trend for Miami, which I think is probably kind of where we want to finish up by talking about that. Um, obviously last season, Miami made a lot of splashes. We talked about Tate a little bit earlier, but yeah, you know, they had some success in other places too. I mean, KJ Osborne was certainly, uh, Yes. The best wide receiver on the team, yep. a, a major boost to that team. Um, you know, Bubba Bolden was you know looks like a potential staple on defense, um was really coming into his own before he got hurt against Florida State. Um Jury's still out on a couple other guys like Jalen Phillips. Um and you know, there were other whiffs also, you know, Tommy Kennedy was a bust. Um Asa Ooh, Martin about him. transferred before he <laughs> even That's stepped right. foot on the field. Um True. so I guess the big question is: Are we getting too hyped again, or does this off-season of transfers feel different to you? Um, No, I
1: don't. No, I don't think we're getting too hyped. It feels different, right? It feels different, Um, and I think we've seen now LSU and you know uh, other other programs, Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I think all the Heisman finalist uh, quarterbacks this Alabama year,
1: left, right. I think all the
0: Heisman finalist quarterbacks this year, if I'm remembering correctly, were transfers. So it's, it's the model. Yeah. There There's three, three straight Nash, three straight Heisman winners have been transfers. Yeah. I think transfer quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like I said, that they're, they are choosing Miami. If, if no one chose Miami, if, you would really think, wow! If it, if the kids themselves yes. are still choosing Miami, like I said, there's something about Miami. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's that's good. They haven't lost that yet. Yeah. So hopefully they can get it together this year.
0: Yeah, I, I don't the, think
1: we're over. I don't think we're overplaying it. Yeah,
0: I think I think last year the volume was really notable. Right, just the sheer amount of guys they got. It felt like every day there was someone coming through the portal. Um, yeah. So there was going to be a high, you know, there was going to be some busts and there were going to be some hits from that group. Um, I think the fact that it was the first year of the transfer portal.
1: And remember they've lost, you know, Yeah, they've lost guys. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but I think the fact that it was the first year of the transfer guys. portal last year, kind of like no one really like knew how to handle right. this, this off season, this, we got to get hyped about everyone. We got to, right. you know, uh, Tate Martell is coming. I think that, Skewed people's excitement too, um, I, because I, of his name. Whereas this off season, they really kind of took shots at, um, you know, they have three transfers so far. I still wouldn't be surprised if it was like an offensive lineman or something at some point. Just you know, last right. they kind of they've liked getting these defensive line depth guys too in the past couple of years. Chigozi Naruka, um, last year. Um, but they really went for like known commodities this year, right? Like Derek King is one of the most productive quarterbacks in the country um Andres borigales or sorry Jose borigales Jose borigales and right. uh, Andy Andy's, is Andy's yeah, the Andy's younger brother year, Jose borigales is you know a a really good kicker yeah, he's been I'm a glad you brought he's started him up. for a long he's time an, another really um,
1: big really hey, big Quincy
0: Roche obviously is an all-American like those are right. three guys who the team's not going to be defined by—the offseason's not been defined by transfers in the same way. It still has been defined by transfers, but it's been defined by these specific guys who feel exactly the need Miami mm-hmm. has and who you feel really good about the chances that they're going to come in and start from day one. Whereas last year, they were taking a lot of shot high upside flyers on a guy like Tate Martell, who never right. started, on a guy like Bubba Bolden, who was a really— High profile recruit and had his off field issues that kept him from ever taking off at USC. They took a flyer on Jalen Phillips, who we still don't know if he's ever going to play. Right, Jalen. I
1: mean, we think we think he is making it seem like he's playing, but we don't know for sure. Right, agree. So they were taking all these flyers
0: on guys that were sort of second chances, reclamation Mm -hmm. projects in a lot of way, talented guys, um, but unproven. Whereas this year, you know those. Uh, Derek King was a three-star recruit coming out of high school. Quincy Roche oh, was, was a three-star four. recruit. Derrick King out. was four-star. Maybe in some of them. I
1: think Pan had him four-star. ESPN star. was a four-star.
0: Yeah. Um, De- uh, Quincy Roche was a, a three-star. Uh Jose Borregalas, I don't know, but probably not even ranked, or maybe a two-star because he's a kicker. Yeah, the kickers. Um, whereas last year, you know, Jalen Phillips was a five-star. Tate Martell was a top-50 guy. Uh Bubba Bolden was a five-star, I believe. Like, they were guys who that... Everyone thought had a chance to be really good, but no one really knew if they were going to put it all together. These are guys who kind of fit what Manny's been saying he wants all along, right? Like, he wants these guys that have worked hard, that have maybe played past their expectations, um, and have turned into really good players at the college level. So you know what you're yeah. getting with these guys, which is different than last year.
1: Yep, agree. And I, But I think some of the guys are, are underrated. Some of the guys are underrated to begin with. These like the Greg Russo thing, this three-star thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean, Greg on. Russo Come is, on, the kid yeah. was... He has it all. Yeah, yeah. He Greg Russo was all.
0: weird because he played safety and wide receiver in high school. But everyone yeah. knew if he figured it out, he was right. going to be a beast.
1: Yeah, smart, great yeah. temperament. He's mm-hmm. your per- he's your perfect player, yeah. by the way.
0: Yeah. Um. So, I guess the other big question is just, is this sustainable? This is now two off-seasons in a row where Miami has done a lot I mean, of its, it's work pen- in the portal
1: uh, but i i think yeah i mean i do think that this is the way it's going to be from mm-hmm. now on i think in every every major program yeah for everyone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah every that that they're the, the kids are going to start leaving like you mm-hmm. saw you, you have saw to be H- able to do high tower and right? Cleveland Reed Cleveland and, and lorenzo lingard you, yeah. you know that there are players that are going to leave and you kind of you're ready you're and they're going to go in the transfer portal who think the young ones, they haven't gotten I'm sorry, haven't gotten a shot, um, whatever. And then, you know, other ones are going to be coming right. in. They're, you have to new, always
0: be thinking so about no, how oh, the roster is going to change. So I,
1: I know that Manny Diaz says, well, there's always been, there's always been transfers and stuff. But now it's, it's, it's entered the social media age yeah. and uh, it's, it's, it's like taking on a new life. Mm-hmm. Even the word." are uh, portal yeah you know even though it doesn't it's it's kind of the same idea so do i think i think it's i think this trend is going to continue because because it has to yeah. because they're going to lose yeah, guys yeah they're going to lose unless guys, you're alabama or
0: clemson or lsu or georgia and you are recruiting a top five recruiting class every year yeah which miami's not at that level yet maybe one day they will be again but you got to be able to do this you
1: got to go you got to get the used uh, mercedes-benz yeah and hope it's not a clunker like my husband's.
0: And, yeah, I've seen a couple people, you know, smart college football people on Twitter uh, wonder, like, how does this affect Miami's depth long-term? I don't see it as, like, crippling necessarily either, um, other than maybe at the quarterback spot where you're going to lose guys. Because I don't think Quincy Roche coming in is, is chasing necessarily any of these young guys um, right. away. I, well, I think they've got to keep recruiting. They've got right. to yeah, keep, recruiting. Gotta keep recruiting the
1: same, I mean, the same way. And with a, the young guys stacking them, I mean, d- d- however they do it, they they've got to continue doing that yeah. as far as uh, making sure they have guys different, different, different age, class. Yeah, that's. Age, I mean, I think that's
0: still stuff. part of the reason. I mean, obviously Manny has talked a lot about that being why they went after so many transfers last year because they had very few seniors on the roster. Um, this year, they're kind of doing the same thing where, you know, they need uh, Derek King is the only senior quarterback on the roster. I mean, I guess Nicosi and Tate are technically like academically seniors, but Derek King is the only guy who is in his final year of eligibility. Quincy Roche and Scott Patchen are the only senior defensive ends. Um, so like they're, they're filling spots where they needed a little veteran leadership in the same way they did last year when they got a guy like KJ Osborne. Um, and now or they have... or like they thought they did when they were, when they went and got Tommy Kennedy.
1: Depending on how this offense does, it's going to tell you how. Really, the next year's recruiting should be pretty interesting. Also, I mean. Yeah, it's a really good
0: class in week. South Florida, and I think Miami has to make an impression quickly to because they do not have a lot of the top guys. Um, they' you, know, you can obviously make up ground. It's early in the recruiting cycle, but
1: now, now you've got to whole you've lot, got to some impress receivers. people early. Yeah. You know, they I know they have some receivers. So yeah, but you gotta impress you know a lot I, of the best
0: guys in South Florida if national signing day was today for them, would not be signing with Miami. So you gotta right. you gotta make up ground quickly. Um and Brett Lashley will have to it's gonna all come down to just how quickly I think this offense comes together, whether and, they can make this and, sustainable. And we've
1: gotta cut we gotta cut this now, but I th- I think the off also the offensive linemen um I think could like all of a sudden, get a lot better. Well,
0: it's worth noting they're going to have all five starters back. Yeah, right? I,
1: I think I think that'll be really that'll be the the biggest change we see possibly. I yeah. think I you know if they get it together and however they do it under this new system, um, we could see a lot, lot different offense.
0: Yeah, I mean we we talked about how young they were last year on offense. Like I said, all five offensive linemen coming back. Right. Uh you've got three wide receivers back who all have starting experience with Mike harley uh D Wiggins and Mark Pope. You've got two potential all-ACC tight ends coming back like the pieces are all in place. Cam Harris started games at running back. Obviously you have a really good running back class coming in like mm-hmm. you got to be good on offense this year. There's no reason not to be. I
1: know. We said yeah, that last year. We said year that last year too. Yeah.
0: But at least we you know who the quarterback <laughs> is this year um wait 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 we do i think we know we have a good idea of well, who I, the quarterback is. i don't
1: know for the record i don't know but i i do i do think that's what yeah. will happen
0: all right uh let's I, wrap yeah. things up there unless you got anything not, else before we finish no, i'm
1: good till next time
0: yeah anything you've been working on super bowl stuff
1: super bowl super yeah. bowl yes no no
0: canes in the super bowl though this no year.
1: canes that's a that's problematic
0: yeah I wonder when the last time stories. that happened is. <laughs> it's been a while. Um you can follow it's Susan on while. Twitter uh, at S. Miller Degnan. Um follow her for Super Bowl stuff <laughs> as we get closer to that. There'll be some Canes connections, I'm sure. There'll and there's... the Miami
1: Marathon. Yeah,
0: and the Miami Marathon. And David up. Wilson. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at D B Wilson too. Again, mostly just working on um Super Bowl stuff. But National Signing Day is also starting to sneak up on us, so um well ramp up our recruiting coverage again we didn't get any chance to talk about isaiah dunson the right high school commit they got over the weekend who pretty big addition to at a position of need so pretty big yeah um maybe we'll talk more recruiting next week or the week after as we get a little closer to signing day uh but we'll wrap things up there for now thanks as always for listening and uh we'll talk to you guys next week see you soon